<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. I think it's kind of reductive to Tupac's impact to say like, oh yeah, he would have gotten eaten up if more people were around. What's going on? This is DX Daily, the podcast brought to you by Hip Hop DX, the podcast where we keep you up to date on everything that goes down in hip hop music culture. And I am one of your lovely hosts here to bring you the news, Asia Sky. And I'm your other host to bring you the news as well, A Dub. It's Wednesday, and Kanye West and Dr. Dre have earned their first ever Emmy nominations. We'll talk about them and some of the other hip hop nominees coming up. Also, Lil Wayne has revealed the lineup for this year's Lil Louisiana Fest out in New Orleans. Orleans. We have an update on Young Thug, who is currently behind bars, and T-Pain has some things to say about Tupac, and we gotta break that down, okay? Before we get into all of that, though, please subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate all the support you've been showing so far, so continue to subscribe and follow DX Daily on all streaming platforms. Thank you, we appreciate you. Now let's jump into it. Okay, let's kick things off with Kanye and Dr. Dre getting their Emmy nominations. Hold up. Gotta put some applause for hip-hop at the Emmys this year. Now, the nominations arrived on Tuesday morning, and the show is set to air come September 12th. So we got a little bit of time in between them putting out the nominees and the show actually airing. But I feel like this year, I don't know what it is. It's a lot of hip-hop going on at the Emmys. We got everybody from 50 Cent, Kendrick Lamar, Snoop Dogg, and Mary J. Blige, and Eminem and these nominees. Of course, you know they did the big Super Bowl halftime show. This is like the most hip-hop year of the Emmys that I've seen so far. Yeah, I have to say the same because I don't ever remember watching the Emmys and thinking like, oh my gosh, hip hop is in the building or my favorite rappers are here for the Emmys. So this year is probably going to be a good award show for the Emmys just because there's so much hip hop going on. Yeah, it's usually only like one or two per year. Like somebody might do a documentary or somebody might do, you know, something like that. But I, I don't feel like it's represented so heavily. And a lot of that goes towards the Super Bowl because... One, two, three, four, five, six of those, six of those people we named all comes from the Super Bowl. So a lot of it is that. And of course, Kanye is nominated for his genius documentary on Netflix. And of course, Cootie and Chike worked on that as well. So they are all wrapped up in that nomination. And then Donald Glover is also nominated this year for Atlanta. You know, Atlanta came back after four years on hiatus, which is a feat in and of itself, because a lot of shows don't come back after that long of a, a break. So he brought Atlanta back, and now they're nominated as well. And Donald Glover has his shot at Outstanding Lead Actor this year uh, as Ernest Marks from Atlanta. So a lot of hip-hop on the awards this year. I'm just hoping they win. I really want the Super Bowl to win because they're nominated for Best Live Variety Show, I believe. And I really feel like that deserves its recognition. Like that performance that Eminem, 50, all of them put on, Mary... They deserve that. If if nobody else wins, I need the, the rappers and singers that performed at the Super Bowl to win. That's who I'm vying for in this list. Yeah, same here, because I don't even know who else. They're probably the nominations. I don't even know who else would be in that category that stands out as big as the Super Bowl did this year with all those performances. So if they don't win, I'm calling them rigged on the Emmys because that 
they need to win that one for sure. Word. And I wonder how the flow of the ceremony is going to be this year, because with the Oscars, we know what happened. (laughs) They had it lit at the Oscars. And then BET Awards, I mean, obviously, you know, film, music, all different. But BET Awards was kind of lit, too. They had surprise appearances from, like, legends that we love. So with the Emmys, I'm wondering how they are going to spice it up in the way that the Oscars was spiced up or BET Awards, these other award shows that we've had this year, because it's actually been a great award show season. Yeah, it definitely has. So uh, we'll have to wait and see on September 12th is when the Emmy Awards is on on ABC. And yeah, hopefully they they do well because all the other award shows this year have been kind of iconic. Some moments have gone viral. So I'm excited to see what the Emmy's going to do. All right. I will be watching. Now let's talk about Lil Wayne because he is doing his annual Lil Louisiana Festival. And of course, his hometown of New Orleans. And this year's lineup includes people like Buddy Bag Yo and Coyle Ray and Baby face ray one time for wayne continuing to put this festival on i love it man people people doing festivals in their hometown that that's such a give back moment or such a legendary moment like just to it shows just how much you actually put on for your city over the years so i love to hear that louisiana fest is coming back and if you didn't know it's presented by live nation urban and the tickets are going to go on sale starting friday july 15th at 10 a.m so if you want to pull up on louisiana fest this year you can get your tickets starting this coming friday And I know they're going to be announcing more people, too. So I know we only named, like, a couple. But (laughs) what they do is they'll announce, like, a few big names, and then they'll just have a whole bunch of special guests come through, like people that know Lil Wayne, people that will come through for him. So he may, you may see a a Birdman. You may see Drake. You may see (laughs) Nicki Minaj. You don't know who you're going to see at Lil Louisiana Fest. So don't think that there's just, like, three or four people on the lineup. Yeah, it's going to be an exciting show because uh, it says Little Louisiana Fest has returned for the sixth year. And so it's been the first time since 2018 that it is coming back. And then the Young Money president, Mac Main, he said in a statement about it, he says, we're glad to be back home. New Orleans birthed us and we can travel and hit the stage anywhere in the world. But there's no place like home. He says, as always, we'll be honoring the many lives lost in Hurricane Katrina as this year marks the 17th year anniversary. He also says Little Wayne is excited to get back home as this one will be one you don't want to miss. So, yeah, so since McMain said that and it's the first year finally being back after all this time, I definitely believe it's going to be some surprise guests, like maybe that Drake, like you said, Nicki Minaj, Birdman, things like that. So it's going to be a good one. Yeah, and they are donating money from every ticket sold to support youth initiatives in New Orleans. So there's also a charity aspect to this, which I love as well, because Obviously, you're making a profit off of this from your city, which is fine. But to give back to the city as well is amazing. And also what I like about the whole special guest thing is like people are are paying, of course, to come see Lil Wayne, who is headlining it. But he's also bringing all those people, these special guests and surprise guests that he brings out. He's doing it for like a pretty reasonable price. Whereas, you know, maybe people might not be able to afford like a rolling loud type situation where they're having all of these people, all of these headliners that you know, but the ticket prices are astronomical. So for Louisiana Fest, I I love that aspect, the affordability aspect and the giving back to charity with some of the profits aspect. So that's dope as well. Shouts to Lil Wayne. Mm -hmm, Big shout out. All right, now let's talk about Young Thug. So we know, unfortunately, he's currently locked up right now. He's still behind bars after 
a 56 count indictment on Rico charges. He gonna and all, well, I won't say all, but a lot of the YSL members are still behind bars right now. But we did get an update recently as to how Young Thug is feeling, what his spirits are like and how he's doing. Yeah, so we've got a couple updates about Young Thug's kind of status or how he's feeling. Um, we received updates from Little Baby about him being good and his ex-girlfriend Jerrica have also given updates. And then over the weekend, Young Thug's sister Dora had paid him a visit. And then she took to Twitter on Sunday to say, just seen Jeff, he's all smiles and positive energy. So it looks like it's good that Young Thug is, you know, keeping up with high spirits regardless of what's going on. Or at least we like that they're telling us that they're in positive spirits. But yeah, still sucks that he's still locked up. I think no bail or anything like that. And the trial I know is like in January of next year. So I kind of like these updates to let us know kind of what's going on or how they're feeling about everything. Yeah, keep us in the loop. Keep us in the loop. Because with Gunna, we saw a photo of him floating around on the internet a couple of days ago. And he looks really slim and skinny. So people were a little bit concerned about Gunna's condition. So I'm glad that people are regularly visiting Young Thug so we know what his condition kind of is. Even mm-hmm. though it's still a little bit tricky because, you know, sometimes when the family or the friends come to visit these people, they'll put on like they're doing good and really they're going through it back there because obviously, you know, it's not a cakewalk. Like, it's not great conditions that they're living in, especially according to Young Thug's lawyer who said he was living in actually some pretty terrible conditions. So we still got to take it with a grain of salt that they're doing good. I'm putting air quotes around good. We still got to take that with a grain of salt, but it is good that people are regularly seeing them laying eyes on them so you can tell like if somebody's really 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 going through it like you'll be able to look at them and tell so glad we're getting these regular updates I hope they continue to to give us these every month or every two weeks however often it is and yeah hopefully they're able to just hold it together and keep those spirits high until the trial date and hopefully you know the best outcome possible happens for sure All right, lastly, let's talk about T-Pain because he is always going viral when he hops on Twitch and talks his talk. Recently, he was on Twitch with DJ Academics and they got into a spirited debate about Tupac and what would kind of be the fan consensus on Tupac if he was still alive. And T-Pain had some pretty bold things to say about what Tupac's career would be like if he were still here. I imagine if Instagram and Twitter were popping, like when Pac was like beefing, like imagine how entertained that would have been. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. I feel like, yeah, and this gonna be this gonna be some bullshit. And Pac mm-hmm. got killed. I'm glad you know. People going nah, not Pac Still wouldn't out. have got. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Pac would have got killed sooner. Yes. And yes. And, yes. Exactly. and 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 he would have got his ass ate the fuck up. That's a bold, bold statement. Bold statement. Lyricism wise, Pac would have got fucking ridiculously murdered. Because it's because it's niggas out here for real. Bro, Pac was the crazy lyricist at our time because ain't nobody else have no platform. Yo, I'm gonna keep it real with you. I'm gonna disagree respectfully with that just because look at what drill music is now. Like, fuck lyrics, it's all about disrespect. And when you say, yo, that's why I fucked your bitch, you that's fat what, motherfucker. No, that's, but that's what I'm saying. That's but that's what I'm saying. If the if the platforms would have been what they are now, fuck would have got ate the fuck up. Bro. Okay. So, the the debate goes on. The This topic, they expound upon this topic more. But that was like the main, the main premise of what T-Pain was saying. If the internet was around, Pac would have gotten eaten up lyrically. Now, it's interesting because 
I don't think people even at that time, like I don't think Tupac's greatness is specifically over him being like the most lyrical artist ever of that time. I think Biggie was even more lyrical than Tupac. So I I think it's kind of reductive to Tupac's impact to say like, oh yeah, he would have gotten eaten up if more people were around and internet and social media was available. It's just like, that's not the only thing that led to Tupac's impact. Tupac's impact is so multi-pronged, I guess, if that's the right Mm -hmm. word. Like, it's not just that. So it's the lyricism, it's the subject matter, it's what he's talking about, it's the people he's touching, it's what he's standing for, it's how the music sounded, how the music touched people, the feelings that the music conveyed, like, it's all of that. So to say, like, oh, yeah, he would have gotten eaten up, like, anybody can get eaten up lyrically, anybody can rap fast and put word, put a thousand words in a in a line, like, it's it's about more than just that. So I just, I don't get what the point of that argument was. Like, Tupac is never really heralded as, oh, he's the best lyricist of all time. Like, people say, people do put him in the GOAT rapper conversations, but that's because of everything as a whole. It's not because, like, oh, yeah, he just has the greatest lyrics we've ever heard. He has some fire lyrics, some of the greatest lyrics we've ever heard, some of the greatest songs we've ever heard, but I don't think they're like, oh, yeah, Tupac is the best lyricist ever. Yeah, this is definitely a hot take for sure. And I can't believe T-Pain actually like kind of felt or thought this way. But also somewhere else in the interview or conversation, I saw where they did like kind of give Tupac credit or being like he was like a poet uh, or he was like an insane poet or something like that. But yeah, for T-Pain to be like Tupac would have been ate up lyrically in this day and age. I don't I can't agree with it. I don't think so at all either, because I mean, Tupac just had just an impact period while he was here of course you know it sucks that when someone dies that their stardom goes up or they become more legendary and things like that but I think Tupac was here now he would just still be kind of like you know like Jay-Z or Kanye or Nas and Mm -hmm. things like that so right interesting yeah man legends are legends like you can't deny impact having impact Mm -hmm. and lyrical ability are two different things there's people with so much lyrical ability. If if lyrical ability was the the mark of a legend or the mark of you as a rapper as a whole, Papoose, somebody like Papoose will be on everybody's greatest of all time list. And that's no shade mm-hmm. to Papoose. Obviously, he's a lyrical monster, but like it takes more than that to be a legendary to be legendary and have the impact that someone like a Tupac or a Biggie has. There's a reason why they died 20, 25 years ago, and we're still talking about them now. You're still having a debate about this man on Twitch in 2022. So put some respect, T-Pain. I love that he always gets these debates going, though. I will say that. It's it's fun to talk about. It's, it's fun to debate, and it's fun to bring it up. So if nothing else, I was entertained by this, even though I disagree. Yeah, definitely love the conversation starter on this one because, I mean, no one has ever said this. So <laughs> it is iconic. So I'll give him that for sure. All right. Well, that's a good note to end on today. That is going to conclude today's episode of DX Daily. As always, stream this podcast on all streaming platforms and let us know what you think about this T-Pain debate situation on social media. Also, make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel, which is Hip Hop DX. And also be sure to follow us on all of our socials. That's our Instagram, our Twitter, and our TikTok, which is all Hip Hop DX. Also be sure to follow us as well. I am at Asia Sky on all platforms. And I'm at A-Dub on everything too. All right, we will see you tomorrow with more daily news. See ya.